Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard knock life for us. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. That's right, baby. It's a hard knock life. I like to say that. I like to sing that to my wife when we start to uh, complain a little bit. It's just like a funny reminder that uh, we don't have it so bad and other people have it much worse. And it's just kind of a funny way to snap you out of it and break that stupid pattern that you fall into sometimes. But hey, we all have it hard sometimes. I don't think you can measure pain and suffering, but it's just a good reminder to buck up and keep moving forward. I uh, gotta be honest, it's 104 degrees here where I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon when I should be done with everything, should be done with my work, should be done with all these projects. I've been taking on way too many projects personally, and it's just been pushing me back. I had a hard time editing a YouTube video today. It took me like three hours when I thought it was going to be very fast, and it pushed back all these other projects, and I've got a commission I'm working on that I had to kind of you know, fit in there and podcast episode. So it's a hard knock life. Yeah, (laughs) it's a good reminder. These are all good problems to have, uh, even though I'm frustrated and I'm set back. It is, you know, it's it's important to remind yourself that these things are good problems and it could be a whole hell of a lot worse. And I know we're all dealing with some stuff right now with the virus, which will not be named and potential family members being sick and having to force ourselves to kind of push ourselves to be creative and to do these projects. I know for me, projects, by the way, not projects. I know for me, I've been really uh, pushing myself to the edge and really stretching myself thin, taking on more and more projects than I think I can handle. Because, you know, I got freaked out when this whole thing happened and I figured, hey, this is a good time to really push some stuff and to get more things and put it out there in the world and you know, try to get some more uh, revenue streams going and, you know, push myself to sell more artwork. So three, four months later, I haven't really come up for air at all. 
I was thinking all these things before recording this and the song just popped into my head and it made me laugh. So I thought I would share with you all. Yeah, hope you got a little chuckle out of that. And I know some people are definitely suffering a lot more than my little piddly problems. So I'm definitely aware of that. I'm definitely mindful of that. But I just wanted to talk to y'all really quickly about getting your work done and getting it done in the face of obstacles and in fa- in the face of blocks, in the face of maybe maybe you have creative blocks. I don't typically suffer a lot of creative blocks because I think I've trained this muscle at this point, but I used to. And uh, sometimes you just have too much on the plate. You're exhausted. I know I've been dealing with a lot of exhaustion recently. And it's just like, oh, I got to do this. But, you know, you force yourself to do some stuff. You make some commitments. Um, you you kind of set your own deadlines and you try to hold yourself to them. And that's what I've been doing. Hence the recording of this podcast today. The podcast today. Podcast today. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, I'm a little delirious. But I just thought, you know, we could talk really quickly about what do you do when you feel this way? I know it's very important to take care of yourself. It's very important to take that downtime and do some self-maintenance. That's why, you know, I just released that Breathe With Me episode. I think it's funny that I'm releasing this one after the Breathe With Me episode. It's a little bit of a juxtaposition from the last one, which was so calm and, and meditative and and that's great. I mean, that's what happens. That's how it is uh, these days. That's how it is being an artist these days and trying to get ahead. It's it's ups and downs. It's one moment you're on top, you're creating, you're in the zone. Next moment, you're uh, hidden under a pile of to-dos and projects and you're stressed out. You can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. So what do you do when you feel this way? What do you do, let's say, when you have a block? Well, I'll share a little story of what I used to do to kind of force creativity. And this was back in the drinking days. I would go to the bar with some friends and sometimes like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people would come back <laughs> home with me afterwards. And, you know, we'd continue a little after hours party. Good times, fun times. I look back on it fondly, but I'm also happy I'm not doing it anymore. But anyway, we would come home and we'd, you know, pop open some some beer, maybe some whiskey, and we would sit down and I write some poetry in my spare time. And what I would do is I would just get about three or four or five people engaged in this kind of exercise that I would do where you would basically start writing a poem without editing yourself. Obviously, when some liquids, when some uh, spirits were involved, it was much easier. There's not a lot of self-editing. So it's the perfect time to kind of get people involved, people who might not otherwise do this. But anyway, I would just sit down and I would pound out a stanza uh, or pound out like the beginning of a poem without even thinking about it. Just like the fingers were going. I would pound something out and then I would just say, you're up next. And I would grab whoever it was and sit them down and say, don't think, just read what I wrote and then start writing. And most of the time people actually would do it. They were in the right state of mind, but we would just do that. And we would trade off and it was became this fun exercise where people would almost get excited to be to write what's next. And you couldn't do a lot of pre-planning because you had to be forced to read what came before you. And then just jump right into it, launch right into it afterwards. And we started to kind of hone that skill. And I know I did um, because I used to do this all the time. And I started to do it with myself even. And what it did is it would just kind of force you to create 
Um, and it would force you to access this side of yourself that you might not have even known that you had. And it just showed me so much. It showed me that creativity is not always about overthinking and pre-planning and trying to be in clever, clever land where you have to surprise people and bowl them over with your wit. No, a lot of times you, it comes from deep down or you know in the depths of your subconscious. These things come out and have the capacity to surprise you with what you've got in there. It's almost like this endless well of, of creativity that you can just dip into when you want to. So this is something that you can take and do and practice with friends. And it doesn't have to be poetry. It can be a painting. I know my wife and I had a couple of nights where we did that too. We would come home and I would start a painting and then I would just, you know, push her in with a brush and she starts painting and then we paint off of what the other person did and boom, 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 kind of like the poetry writing the stanzas, but with paint. And we actually painted a couple great pieces with that exercise because it's just, it was just fun. And it was like, you didn't know what was coming next. Now, one caveat here is I'm not saying that you have to be able to be with other people to be creative. No. This is just an exercise to show that you're capable of doing it. But then once you've done this a couple times, try it, try it by yourself. Try it with yourself. Pretend like you're another person. Start something, stand up, you know, maybe step into the other room for a second, come back with a fresh set of eyes and just go. Force yourself to go, go, go without thinking about it. And you'll be surprised if what comes out of that. I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I know a lot of artists and I've heard a lot of artists who've told me this specifically, oh, I can't create unless I'm inspired. I can't create unless somebody else is, you know, there with me to help me, like as a muse to get me inspired. Well, if that's the case, um, you're not going to be doing a lot of creating. You know, creativity and, and the muse doesn't always strike. It's more about the practice of doing it. It's like exercising a muscle. It's like anything else. Uh, exercising a physical muscle. Uh, creativity is a muscle. And if you don't use it, it atrophies. So, yeah, I think this is a, an important exercise. And a lot of times, uh, I'm not saying to push yourself beyond your limits as far as if you're at a level of exhaustion that you can't physically do it, which I'm kind of on the uh, precipice of right now. But what I am saying is don't use excuses. Don't have these excuses of, oh, I can't, I just don't feel like creating right now. I can't do it. Especially if you're trying to be a full-time artist, because when you get to the level of being a full-time professional artist, then that's what it is. It's a profession. It's almost like a job. You have to treat it like a job. Now it's a lot more fun than a conventional job, but you have to treat it as such. You have to show up every day or show up on the days that you're scheduled to paint or sculpt or write or create, whatever, compose. You have to show up on those days and and be present and just do it. Access that side of yourself. So use those techniques that I was talking about. Those are fun techniques and then apply them to your practice. I don't know how many times I've sat down to a blank canvas or a blank surface piece of wood, whatever I'm painting on, and just been like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to paint today. But I just start. I just like I'll put the tool or brush, whatever I'm using, put some paint. I'll just start going. And then through that process, the physical process kind of sparks something within your muscle memory and all of a sudden you're painting and then all of a sudden you're getting ideas based on this one stroke or this one color that you've used and all of a sudden there's more being done pretty soon oh i've got an idea for this and what happens is 
it comes out spontaneously. And I find that so many times some of my best paintings have come from like this forced creativity. At least the start was a place of forced creativity at the beginning, but then it evolved into something so much more spontaneous and in the moment. And it was beautiful. And now I've just come to trust myself that I can do it. If I show up, just showing up, uh, that is half of it or more. Maybe that's 75% of it, just showing up, doing the work. And uh, just trust me on this. Start practicing this. Start practicing when you don't want to do it. That's when you should be doing it because that's when you're, you're showing yourself that you have the capacity to be a professional and to do this um, and to surprise yourself. I mean, what's better than that? Surprising yourself when you didn't think you could do it. Yeah, so this has just been a little bit of a inspirational pep talk, uh, something that I was just thinking about quickly and something I was reminding myself because, you know, hey, I'm, I'm tired right now. I'm exhausted. Uh, I don't always have the energy every day to be like, oh, I got to paint. I, I know people say, oh, you seem like you paint every day. Well, I do. For the most part, I do paint every day because that's that's what I have chosen to do for my profession. But it's not always magical and it's not always like, oh, my God, I'm just living in this dream world of running around the studio and prancing around and painting. No, sometimes it's something that has to be, you know, coerced into action a little bit. It's just it's not always fun. It doesn't always sound like fun. Once you get into it, then it's fun. Once you get the ball rolling, then it becomes fun. But I think that's what kind of separates a lot of professional artists from people who are just uh, creative or, or hobby artists is they show up even when it's not fun. So look, you don't have to do this, but if you're suffering some of these blocks, if you're suffering some of these periods of inertia, then you know maybe you can take some of this and run with it. Take some of these exercises, play with them, and see what comes out of it. I know you'll be surprised and I know you'll be happy that you did because you're going to start exercising a muscle that is going to get bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. And before you know it, your your body of work is going to um, improve and be massive and, and, and something that you look back on and say, wow, I, I can't believe I did this. So just a little bit of inspiration on Friday afternoon for the weekend. Hope everybody's doing well. And yeah, love to hear from you. Love to hear if this was helpful, if this was something that you got something from. And I would love to actually hear that you put some of these things into practice and got something out of it. And you you were able to do something that you didn't think you were able to do. Maybe you were having a really tough afternoon and you said, hey, I remember what Preston said in that podcast. I'm going to just do it anyway. And then you came up with one of your best paintings. So reach out if this happened and let me know. Otherwise, have a great weekend, everybody. And remember, it's a hard knock life. <laughs> or is it? This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at 
www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.